0: You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. You're listening to the Pullbox Podcast the
1: International Graphic Novel Book Club. Here are your hosts, Curtis Finley and Michael Cohen. Hello and welcome back to The Pullbox Podcast. Uh, this is our 27th episode and uh, I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. And I am your other host, Curtis Finley. And we are, we're back. Uh, it's Star Wars month and we're wrapping it up with Star Wars Princess Leia. But before we get into that uh we have nothing else to talk to you about because you missed out on the contest
0: yep two days ago we uh we had our round table our uh yeah uh what do you call it again <laughs> I I, this, this.
1: okay so it's a thunder <laughs> quack patreon round table but this round table's topic spoiler is, cast. Yep, there's is the, is the force forgetting. awakens spoiler cast so yeah. uh hopefully everybody's seen man the force awakens was great wasn't it It was so awesome it was so good i could not believe it uh no spoilers uh, here though no spoilers here <laughs> Yeah, we're being conscientious. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the fact that we haven't seen the movie yet, because this episode is on the 20th, so yeah. we, um we, uh, we're recording, behind the curtain. We're yeah. recording this before...
0: We're airing it on the 20th, but it was recorded before Star Wars yeah. came out, so uh, there you go. But, but we're still uh, talking about Star Wars. Yeah,
1: and we did have an awesome giveaway for all of our Patreon uh, supporters, and I, I, I maybe we're going to do more in the future, so... You know, yeah. it probably wouldn't hurt to go to patreon.com slash thunderquack and contribute a little something. Yeah. Kick a little something that. our way so that we can bring you more awesome podcasts like this one. But uh, let's get right into the sure. into the comic. Yeah. Uh, so this month, uh, we've been reading Star Wars comics all month. Uh, we've already done Star Wars Volume 1 uh, Skywalker Strikes. And our last episode was Star Wars Darth Vader Volume One Vader, I love <laughs> the most that title. redundant title. Uh, don't let the title fool you; it was a fantastic book. Star Wars a little bit less so, uh, maybe a lot less so. Um, and now we're rounding it out with Star Wars Princess Leia, uh, written by Mark Wade, uh, uh, drawn, uh, penciled by Terry Dodson, inked by uh, Rachel Dodson. So um uh the dozens a a well-known duo in the comics universe and mark mm-hmm. wade of course of course uh very well known so uh Which i had i had really actually, high expectations for this book
0: yeah and i actually was a little disappointed with mark wade yeah. in this um i think maybe
1: spread a little thin cuz he's also writing archie and uh, uh there was something else I can't remember, but uh, yeah, so I think maybe just one of those things, it's a bit of a Brian K. Vaughn situation of uh, if you're going to write five books at the same time, one of them's not going to be very good. That's too bad. Yeah, Yeah, His
0: dialogue was just so clunky in this and like some of the exchanges didn't even make sense and um, overall the story was fine. I I thought it was an interesting, uh, actually before we get into it, let me just read something um, that my brother sent me uh, because he read these books too. Um, all three of them, but he had some comments about Princess Leia that I want to read just before we, we dive into it. He says, I really like Princess Leia, partly because I love the Dodsons, but also because it shows a balance between her kick butt attitude and her diplomatic training. The movies, while excellent, tend to gloss over the fact that she's a princess, maybe because she's a wanted princess with no kingdom. But in the comics, she realizes she does have a people. She does have people. Who likely need her leadership and a home uh, more than ever. Um, Adds to the fact that uh, many people don't like her because of her rebellious exploits and blame her for the loss of their home, and that the empire is still actively searching for her. And you start to see where these two different layers come together. And I thought that's a good uh, a good kind of summary of of um, her role in this book. Yeah, it it is an interesting take to uh, to talk about princess the princess. Yeah, because yeah, For you, sure. you actually don't really get that in in the you, Padme. You get more of Padme the princess in the original movies than you do of Princess Leia the princess.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, the story revolves around Leia again, right. immediately following the. <laughs> in, in fact, including the last moments of of A New Hope, um, like it it opens on. Han and Luke getting their medals, and Chewbacca not getting a medal. Poor guy. Though, even though he was flying the Falcon when they saved Luke, but that's okay. Uh, and C-3PO and R2 deserve medals, too. Uh, but uh, it picks up right there, and in fact like sort of like shows us a little bit of what happened immediately after, and Luke and Leia's very awkward exchange. <laughs> um, we get a little bit of the the dynamic of like ha- sort of how the uh, rebels th- think of Leia um, like they refer to her as the ice princess yeah, stuff like that because she's so like her planet was just destroyed and here she is smiling handing out medals um, but really what's going on is that Leia is just trying to put up a strong face yeah she's just doing what her her parents raised her to do right um is very interesting because we also get a little flashback uh with Bail Organa, um, who we got to know a little bit better in the prequels, uh, because he was in both Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, a pretty important character in Revenge of the Sith by the end of the movie. Um and and we get a little bit of of uh of of that Jimmy Smith's uh passing on his Alderanian knowledge and uh and what it means to be the leader of Alderaan so um I think the thing that's really cool here is that Bale is very clearly not the leader of Alderaan right it's it's his wife um yeah that that is the leader of Alderaan he's 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 uh he was a senator he was he was the 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 senator to the republic and then at a certain point, Leia took that over. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it's interesting to see him in this context of father. It's not something that that I think has been uh, delved into too much. Yeah, um, no, it's nice
0: to see. You. It was a good scene. It was a yeah. good
1: scene in the book. Um, and it shows it shows Leia at a young age as much more. Um, She's actually got quite a bit of her father in her, uh, yeah. and I like that's the that's one of the cool things is that.
0: Well, I think that's <coughs> intentional because yeah. um, Leia has always when she was first created for the original movies, yeah, um, she was a pretty progressive character, yes. uh, because she was a forward-thinking, um, self-confident um woman in a leadership role which you know in the 70s maybe you didn't get a lot of that in movies and and media it was really the beginning of it yeah Yeah. and so this builds on that and and because her leia's role in the movies is now sort of outdated based on where society has progressed now so this is um building on top of that already progressive character of hers and kind of bringing it up into a more modern modern viewpoint
1: yeah showing that that you know she has some of those martial skills and that sort of thing that you would expect because i i think that the when when you bring up strong female characters uh more often than not people bring up buffy the vampire slayer first right and joss whedon would be one of the first people to tell you buffy wouldn't exist without princess leia yeah that princess leia is the proto buffy the vampire slayer that like Like, in-world, a character, a a, a person like Buffy would take cues from watching a movie like Star Wars and go, I don't have to listen to men, (laughs) right? Um, Because Leia is very much, like, from the get-go, her first scene, uh, or maybe technically second scene, but, like, she's brought in front of Vader, who has just, like, murdered people and, like, picked a dude up by his neck and thrown him against a wall... And And she doesn't flinch. And she doesn't flinch. She looks right at him and is like, I don't know what to tell you. We're on a diplomatic mission. And he's like, no, you're not. I know you're not. You know you're not. You're lying to me. I'm Darth Vader. I have a lightsaber. And she's just like, whatever.
0: Yeah. Like, she doesn't even
1: care. And then she's taken prisoner aboard the Death Star, brought to Tarkin. And the first thing out of her mouth is an insult. Yep. (laughs) And, And then Tarkin's like, I'm, I'm going to execute you. Like, what is your problem, lady? Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, when she meets Han Solo for the first time, it's like she start, immediately starts ordering him and Luke around and is like, you've got... You you have Ben Kenobi? You have the plans for the Death Star? Let's go. Yeah. Not like, oh, thank you for rescuing me. Like, she ends up rescuing them. You know, they end up in a garbage masher. But... <laughs> But she gets them out of one situation at least. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like the character, is is definitely is definitely one of the first of her kind. She actually is inspired also by uh, Dejah Thoris and uh, and other characters from John Carter from, okay. the, from the the Edgar Rice Burroughs uh, Barsoom series. I'm sure um, there's some Wonder Woman in there as well. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but uh, but very much. The fact that she's a princess and that sort of thing is very much an homage to uh, to the John Carter okay. stories, um, and uh, and there were there were several female characters in those books. Dejah Thoris, less so, but but um, uh, uh, Thuvia, made of Mars. Was a, was a character, a female character who could handle her own in a fight. Hmm. Um, so there, there's definitely influence there. And then, you know, uh, characters from Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon, that sort of thing. Yeah. Where uh, uh, the, those characters were... Uh, the women weren't always... They, they were useful. They weren't just scenery. Uh, which a lot of science fiction, your female characters were just there to have female characters in your story, not as a gender diversity sort of thing, but because, you know, men like to look at pretty women. So I, I princess Leia certainly fulfills that role, but she goes beyond it by also being a well-rounded, interesting character with her own agency and, and, uh, and, and personal strength. Um, In fact, early on more so than any of the other main characters, uh, more so than, than Han and Luke, Right. For sure. Um, she is the strongest of the three characters. She she knows who she is. And of all of the characters throughout the three movies, she doesn't have an arc. She comes to us in A New Hope as a fully realized character. Um, much in the same way that, that, uh, that Vader does. And Vader has an arc because by the end he's redeemed. But there are two characters who show up... Um, Kind of having already gone through their stories, yeah, uh, if that makes sense, like Vader obviously it's the prequels that bring right. them to that point with leia it's uh it's those flash scenes like those flashbacks that we see that that you know she she had a whole life before this, and right. obviously Han did as well um, that that is interesting, and they're going to make a movie about it, so it must be interesting <laughs> but Luke came to us as a blank slate, right? right? Like Luke is, he has obviously the most noticeable arc throughout the movies. Um, and then I would say Han after him because, because Han goes from smuggler scoundrel to general in the rebel alliance and, uh, a
0: fairly decent guy. 3PO um, is a good arc too. 3PO? Going from a uh, salvaged protocol droid to, uh, Ruler of the Ewoks. <laughs> That's, you know
1: what? Yeah, you're right. If you count all six movies, he certainly does go. <laughs> it's a, it's a rags to riches yeah, story. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, I never thought of it that way. Thank you for pointing that out to me. Um, I think it'll be more much more interesting to see where Leia is in The Force Awakens. Um, because now we know she is... They've said... She's General, not Princess now. Now They haven't said what her last name is. They haven't said she's General Organa, which is if she didn't have a continuing relationship with Han Solo. I think it'll be interesting to have uh, uh, the possibility of her also being Organa Solo and to have them refer to her as General Solo when Han is in the same room and for the two of them to both go, yeah. <laughs> like simultaneously, right. and oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then for Han to go, sorry, princess. <laughs> I I I think that that would be a fantastic moment, and if it's not in the movie, I'll I'll be the only one who's disappointed, I'm sure. But uh, uh, if I were writing the Force Awakens, I would definitely have that moment of uh, of somebody saying like, the, "Here's your report, General Solo," and having them both turn around and be like, "You're not a general anymore, Han." <laughs> like, sorry, princess. I, uh, but uh, getting back to this comic, yeah, yeah, um, it definitely does go a long way to actually giving the character an arc, um, sort of putting her in a position of vulnerability following the events of A New Hope, and then having her sort of get get her mojo back. I think because like at the beginning of the book, she's a little bit down on herself. And then by the end of it, she's like, I'm, I'm pretty solid. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I'm on the right path. I'm not disgracing my family. Yeah. Um, ultimately, she, I think she realizes that she's not responsible for what happened to Alderaan. Um, well,
0: she, she still tries to make restitution by sacrificing her own life a few times in this book. Right? She does, yes. Um, so, like, she's, she does feel she does feel a responsibility for what happened yeah, yeah um but uh i think one of
1: the best things that this book does is it introduces another alderanian uh and that well, is a uh, few more. But... Uh, well a few more but but uh, as one of the main characters
0: um oh yeah i guess that's... we should i guess we should say sorry that um the point of this book is now she's she's taking a break from rebel duties to try and track down any surviving alderanians yeah. that ha- that were not on the planet at the time of the explosion. Yeah. So yeah, um, sorry. Who's the main one? Of the so Ivan
1: uh, is is if that's how you're supposed to say her name uh, is another Alderanian. She's a she's a pilot. She's a rebel pilot. She's about like a almost like a foot taller than Leia. Yeah. Uh, she's like this this Amazonian. Like she's a full head taller than Princess Leia. No, well, Carrie Fisher's she's pretty, pretty short, short. but <laughs> Um, I just, I, I, I just feel like that's really cool. Because, because technically Leia isn't Alderanian. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I guess not.
0: She's Tatooinean. I,
1: actually, Shmi isn't from Tatooine. Uh, She's from another planet, and I don't remember what it Uh is off the top of my head. But she's half Naboo, half whatever that is. Oh, okay.
0: Um. Um. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because that's just where Luke happens to be. That's not where he's technically from either. Yeah. Um. But Leia's also only supposed to be like sixteen or seventeen, right? Isn't that right? Like how, uh, how old are they in the is
1: she? Is she is nineteen? Is that how in the lo- first movie? Yeah. So they're they're both
0: nineteen. Yeah. Okay, so they're they're still like they're still kind of kids. Yeah. So they're, that's maybe also they're trying to portray that she's not an adult, so she's not as tall as this other woman who I guess is an adult.
1: Yeah, uh, possible. I don't. Know. I I kind of felt like they were they were more contemporaries, but um around the same age but i uh, but Even is a very strong woman as well yeah and has her own opinions and doesn't like princess leia right they're not friends like and, and i think that that was one of the really cool things is that this ends up being kind of almost like a buddy <laughs> yeah story it really was um but with these two characters who actually don't like each other. And I think the interesting aspect of this is that Leia doesn't get along with anybody. Yeah. Like she she brushes off Luke and just kind of dismisses him. So even though, you know, like they have a connection and, and they're friends, um, she kinda talks down to him and she kind of treats him not that great. Um and it kind of breaks his heart a little bit, right, at the beginning of the book. And then she's in constant conflict with the other rebel leaders. And because uh, she has her own ideas of the way that she wants to do things. Yep. And then, And then, you know, obviously she doesn't get along with Han. <laughs> um, and, and she's got this, this really tense relationship with, uh, with Evan, who is there to watch her back. But she likes that. She keeps her around specifically... So that she has somebody that questions her and doesn't just go yeah. along with what she says. So well, that she, she has also, to think things through.
0: She also recognizes her loyalty. Yeah. Because Yvonne, even though he doesn't like Leia, uh, recognizes that she's the princess and um, treats her a- as a princess. Yeah. Um, which is which is neat. Um, if, if this story were um, Leia and Han doing some whatever they're doing. Yeah. Um, It would have been um, just some sort of romantic tension that was building and stuff like that. Yeah, But because, I guess, they place a woman... I mean, there still could be romantic tension, I suppose, but um, because they they place the woman in this role and she treats her the same way she treats Han, um, it's different, though. It's a very different sort of tension, I I think.
1: Yeah. Um, The other thing that I really love is that they establish that Luke's outfit at the end of A New Hope is the um it's the military uniform for pilots when they're not in their flight oh, suits. So it I didn't they, even notice that. They never say that, but she's wearing the exact yeah. same outfit as him. Right. And logically that's because Luke was given those clothes by the Rebel Alliance and that's his dress uniform or like his mm. his that's his uniform cuz it's got his designated like it has his yeah. his his i uh, i uh, badge on it his and everything rank. with his rank. So like that is his actual rebel clothing huh. and so like giving her the same jacket, the same pants, the same cuz cause, cause his pants have the stripe on them which yeah. is a rank, right? So right. Oh, yeah. uh yeah, it 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 shows that like they're the they're the same rank. Um okay. And then later we see Luke in, in his fatigues, right? Which which we then end up taking as being what rebels wear when they're not in their flight suits. But um yeah, I, I just I love that. A because I love that outfit. It's it's my favorite Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Is is that that there's just something about like that jacket, the yellow jacket, the brown pants. I I don't know, it's just It's Star Wars. Like it's just uniquely Star Wars. Um, So bringing that back and making it sort of having giving it a place in the lore, um, I think was a really smart thing. Um, And then continuing the aesthetic of Princess Leia cruising around in in a white outfit like she just always she's always wearing all white and what it it doesn't matter what it is. That's kind of her deal. Um, Although by Return of the Jedi, she's sort of shed that. Um, but yeah, I, the art style, like, how do you, how do you feel about it? Because I, I've actually heard a lot of criticisms about this and that the Dodson's were not working to their regular standard, that this
0: <laughs> felt a little bit sloppy for them. You know, I actually felt that way too. Yeah. And I'll, I can give you some exact examples of it. Yeah. Um, they, first of all, the Dodson's, I've, I, I used to read, Generation X back in the okay. late '90s or whatever—that was one of the very first books when I was a kid that I collected on a monthly basis okay. from the very start to the very finish. And halfway through, the Dodsons came in; they were new on the scene, brand new, and they took over that book. And I hated it. Okay, I hated their artwork, but I stuck around because I was loyal to this one title. <laughs> and um, and and they weren't—I I, didn't—they weren't that great back then. They've—they've they've definitely improved over time. Yeah. But I, I still, because of nostalgia, I think just, just I'm not, they're not my favorite. But the, um, when they were, uh, they were doing X Men recently, weren't they? Were they doing X Men, or Avengers? One of those two, uh, I think. Uh, yeah. Something. One of the big name Marvel books, and they did a really, really good job. And I think computer coloring has helped a lot with their, yeah, with their style because it fleshes out and rounds out their characters a lot. Yeah. Um, but they're very soft. Yeah. Um, very rounded, very kind of organic. Um, that's the way they draw. Um, what they don't do very well is angles. So a lot yeah. of their ships, a lot of the droids, um, they are not the best. When they in this book, when they design their own ship, ship, yeah. it's all curves and and that yeah. kind of shape.
1: Um, they take R two with them on this adventure. Yeah. Which aggravates me because R two is with Luke at the exact same time in two other
0: stories. <laughs> right. Regardless. But I liked that um, R2 was with her because it's kind of like a, that throws back to um, to Padme. To, um, oh, I wasn't going to say Padme, but just to um, the beginning of a new hope when Oh, that R two were together. Like, yeah. he belongs to he belongs. To uh, her well, actually. technically,
1: they were they were stationed on that ship. Oh and so Cap- just, so Captain so Ant- like they were the property of Captain Antilles, who uh, was the one who like Leia was being shuttled on the Tantive four. The Tantive Four oh, right. is not her So she shit. just stuck
0: the plans in whatever droid happened to be closest. Yeah, it happened be just R2 just happened to be right there. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, um, whatever then. <laughs> so can I have... Boy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go for so it. there are um, there were a couple of pages in here, see if I can find them, where the inking was just so sloppy, and I'm not exactly sure why, but it usually had to do with... Um, the, um, Okay, I think it might be in the last issue. There's just a, um, one of the huge cruisers. Uh, it's, just, it's just very sketchy inking, whereas the rest of the inking for any of their characters yeah. is very solid, very determined. Um, yeah. But then anytime uh, the, they do also, their big scenes, it's just kind of sketchy.
1: The first time R2 shows up, uh, uh, maybe not the, the medal ceremony when he's, where he's in the background but there's another moment where she specifically addresses R2 and it shows him
0: and it's just atrocious. Like oh, it, is it this one right here, uh, like no detail on his shell or
1: no, anything. it's like, it's a, it's a shot of like the top of the dome and it's just like, here it is. It's this one right here. And it looks oh, like, yeah. a, it looks like a, a, a drawing that, uh,
0: fourth grader did trying to remember what r2d2 looks like so when i was when they were first on generation x a lot of their stuff looked like that where right. it was just um i don't know how to even describe it it's um it's just not it's not well-rounded or yeah, something it's just it's so it's,
1: weird because then immediately on the next page they have an image of r2 that is perfect yeah. It just looks like R2, right?
0: It's just inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. So, um,
1: um yeah, I, I don't know. I do I do understand where people are coming from. I I do think that they that they may were possibly rushed on this. Um The last thing that I read with them was uh, I, the relaunch of Wonder Woman back Okay. Oh man, this must have been like, I think like 2009 or something, something like that. Yeah. Maybe 2008, 2008. And, I, uh, they were perfect for that because like they draw, they draw women in a realistic but attractive way that, and especially the way that they drew Wonder Woman, she looked powerful. She looked strong. And like, uh, Evan uh, is the is the same. Like they they kind yes. of draw her in the same sort of statuesque. I already said it, Amazonian way. Right. Um. And I think that that's like that that that's so, one of their strengths. Yep. And that's right? why they were
0: put on this book for sure. For um, sure. When you're gonna fill your your cast with female characters, that's yes. that is definitely their strength. Yeah. Um. And and they they did a fine job. Their 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 humans look just fine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But yeah. But the ships are. It, it, it ends up, the whole book ends up looking much more like the prequels than it does like the original trilogy, because the prequels had like those sort of they, they, wavy, yeah. shiny ships right. and, and that sort of thing, as well as like some of the outfits that some of the characters wear are very reminiscent of some of Ian McKegg's uh, uh, concept art that, that wasn't necessarily used in the films, okay but like character designs, like, like some of the Alderanian outfits Look very much like alternate designs for Bail Organa. Uh, yeah, in fine. fact, I'm pretty sure that this one, uh, this one Alderanian who's he's got kind of like a, almost like a like a skull cap, like that attaches to his outfit, and then like this brown cloak. I I'm pretty sure if I cracked open the Revenge of the Sith, art book, that that's one of the designs for Bail Organa. Maybe it's in the yeah. Attack of the Clones and one. It could be. But um, but the, it's very much taking from that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, like, we haven't really talked too much about the story overall. The, ca- the, the characters are interesting. Uh, the story, it covers a lot of ground and for the space between episode four and five and the fact that Leia is supposed to be in other places <laughs> because we know that she's on Ord Mantell with Han Solo when they run into that bounty hunter. Because he references it in the movie. And, I mean, like, you could kind of get away with saying that, like, that Leia wasn't actually there. That Han just told him about it. But, because he just says that bounty hunter we ran into. He could just be talking about himself and Chewie. But the way that they play that scene, you kind of... I've always felt that they were together in that sequence. Whatever happened on Ord Mantell, right? So, I... On top of that, she's also in Star Wars, and the the, the, the <laughs> yeah. Star Wars Volume 1, and she's in the continuing issues of that, so how does she have the time to be flying around the galaxy like she does? Yeah, well, there's a Wolverine question for you,
0: right? So, sorry? It's, that's a Wolverine
1: question. Yeah, that's a Wolverine, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, I don't know. At the end of the day, it was all right. If you if I had to rank them, it's definitely Darth Vader, Princess Leia, and then Star Wars. But if you bring Kanan into it, Kanan bumps them all
0: down a rank. Um, yeah.
1: And uh, and I haven't read Lando, and I haven't read Chewbacca.
0: So. Well, and I think um, one of the issues with this one is that I really didn't care about any of the characters. Yeah. Like, honestly, Princess Leia, I don't really care about her. Partly because she's rude and obnoxious, and she's not that likable. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's not an interesting person for me to follow. Um. And they do a little bit to soften that, and uh, and like they like you said, they dig into her past, and so that's interesting yeah. to read about. But ultimately, I'd rather be reading about Luke or Han, um, or Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's probably why they didn't give her an ongoing series. Yeah, I it is know. just a mini. Yeah, it's just a mini series. Yeah. Uh, and then the characters that they introduce. Are also not that likable either. Yeah, they're the, all backstabbing or yeah. prejudice or you know yeah. whatever I don't know or whiners or so. The, it's a very
1: difficult story. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's uh it's like watching one of those uh I movie, like meet the meet the fuckers or something like that. Right, where, where Ben Stiller, no matter what he does, everything just kind of goes horribly wrong for yeah. him. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter what Leia and Evan are doing; they seem to run into. Problems. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it This one's definitely worth the read because you get to develop the character of Princess Leia a little bit more. Not yeah. as much as I'd like. Um, and, you know, to be perfectly honest, if you're going to title a book Star Wars Princess Leia, I would have rather that the whole thing was flashback. I really would have rather that the whole thing was her as an adolescent. But I don't think that they're allowed to touch it because that's the same era as... Star Wars Rebels and they might want to bring Leia into some of those stories because they can, because, uh, because Bail Organa is actually, hmm? he's actually in an episode. So, so she should be kicking around somewhere. There's an opportunity for that character to eventually come in. And, uh, I, I think that sooner or later she will, um, they just have to kind of figure out the right time for that to happen. Um, so I think that that's why this story doesn't take place in that time frame. Um, but, to... uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So, cool. I think that that's it for Princess Leia.
0: Yeah. Well, We've... overall, you know, it was a good experience. Yeah. And I think if we were to do another Star Wars month, we'd have some uh, more interesting books to talk about. Because we'll have more options. So we could pick out some of the better ones. Like, we could definitely do Orlando, um And maybe some of those uh, Force Awakens ones that are... Yeah. they're supposed to be good? Well, you know,
1: Shattered Empire really wasn't much of a story. Um, it basically just touched on the, uh, where are Han, Han and Chewie? Because they're kind of off on their own thing. What did Leia do immediately following Return of the Jedi? And what did Luke do immediately following Return of the Jedi? So it's... Uh, it doesn't have its own story. Each issue is kind of its own one-off thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of a, it's more of like a series of vignettes, but and it's only four issues, so it's really not. There's really not that much to discuss there. Yeah. Um, but maybe there will be once the Force Awakens comes out. So who 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 knows? We'll see. It does establish uh, the parents of one of the characters in the Force Awakens. Uh, Poe oh, okay. Dameron's parents are actually oh. the main characters. In the story. His his mother is, I would say, the main character of that series. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's lots of good Star Wars stuff to check out. Marvel's not doing a horrible job. They're doing a good job. They're doing a better job than Dark Horse was. Because Dark Horse, towards the end, there was just piling out junk. Just garbage, in my opinion. Because um, it was
0: making the money. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, that's the thing with Star Wars, is that you put that logo on it, and you're guaranteed to sell a certain
0: number of copies. Yeah, didn't Star Wars number one break records
1: yeah yeah Yeah. so um it's not that hard you just put that logo on it and
0: uh well you're putting marvel disney and lucasfilm all in the same book yeah yeah yeah. so
1: so that's got to do something for sales numbers yeah but uh but yeah there, there it's with anything star wars there's good and there's bad um hopefully the movie was good (laughs) <laughs> uh all signs point to yes on that so, so
0: what i'm what i'm hoping is that this will this experiment with star wars will get marvel to start doing a little bit more licensed property stuff yeah because they haven't done licensed property stuff for a long time hmm. um because they back in the you know in the in the late 80s i think they they did everything from Muffet babies to Transformers, right? And yep. Um Star and,
1: Wars Indiana Jones is also in there. Yeah.
0: And and they were and they, there was some great stuff in there. Yeah. Um like for its time period. You could go yeah, back for and sure. it's dated for sure now. But for like that was uh, I I look fondly on reading a lot of those those yeah. licensed property books.
1: Those the Indiana Jones comics that Marvel did were actually Pretty great yeah. because Indy is such an easy character. You just put him on an adventure. Right. You just exactly. give him a thing to go after and then at, near the end you just give it a supernatural twist. So one of the ones that always sticks out in my memory is an issue that uh, the cover of it is Indy dangling, holding onto his whip, dangling from something in the air that you can't see. But the shadow on the ground is a dragon. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and he's in China and he... he fights a dragon awesome and is indiana jones fighting a dragon it's it makes no sense in the context of the films but, who cares? but it's a fun story with yeah. that character so yeah
0: um yeah. yeah well i'd like marvel to uh start producing some new disney stuff because yeah for sure you know since disney owns marvel but for some reason <clears> they <throat> haven't gotten marvel to produce any of their disney books yeah like idw is doing some yeah is doing some and like a whole bunch of other companies are doing Disney comics, but not Marvel. <laughs> so I'd like to see, uh, and they're all reprints. So I'd like to see yeah, them do some actual new yeah, stuff. for sure. That'd be good.
1: Cool. Uh, well, that's it for this episode. Uh, that's it for this month.
0: Yeah. We hope that everyone has a great holiday. Yeah. Um, and we were go- We're going to take January off. So there will be no new episodes throughout January. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we are going to be reading Scott Pilgrim, Yep. All six volumes, because uh, we have two months to do it. Um, and then in February, we'll start new episodes again, talking about the genius that is uh, Brian Lee
1: Yeah. And uh, so in the meantime, you can send in all your emails and thoughts and all that sort of thing on Scott Pilgrim. Um, and of course, we can always use a refresh on the reader polls. I, I, we're always looking for great new titles, to uh to read and Mm -hmm. uh and the reader polls are a great resource for that so definitely so definitely email us let us know just a brief couple sentences why we should read the book that you're suggesting and uh and and maybe we'll pick yours for the for the reader poll one month but uh yeah uh that's it uh thank you guys for listening and we'll be back in
0: a couple months yep keep reading comics For more Pullbox Podcast episodes, you can check out pullboxpodcast.com to submit a reader poll. Uh, you can email thepullboxpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at Twitter and on Instagram at pullboxpodcast. You can follow me, Curtis, on Instagram at Curtis Bidley And you can follow me on Twitter
1: and Instagram at Arkwolf, A-R-K-W-U-L-F you can you can also find all of our other great podcasts over at thunderquack.com and uh, uh that's the home of the thunderquack podcast network of which we are proudly a part and uh, and if you want to help support all of our podcasts at thunderquack you can do that by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack and uh, and and you can you can pledge your support over there every dollar helps but uh if you're a pullbox fan and supporter Then you'd definitely be interested in the $20 level Which allows you to get all three episodes of the Pullbox podcast All three of our books as one super long episode uh, Right at the beginning of the month As opposed to having to wait for the individual episodes to be released So you can find all that at patreon.com slash thunderquack And all of our other podcasts at thunderquack.com